From the Financial Times in London, I'm Ravi Matu, the FT's technology editor, and this is FT News. Microsoft threw down a challenge to the rest of the US tech industry this week, unveiling a partnership with Deutsche Telekom that it says will protect the data of its cloud computing customers from US surveillance. Joining me to discuss the significance of the company's announcement is Murad Ahmed, the FT's European technology correspondent here in London, and from San Francisco, our West Coast Managing Editor, Richard Waters. Murad, let me start with you. You were in Berlin this week. What exactly did uh, Satya Nadella, the chief executive of Microsoft, reveal? Well, Mr. Nadella got up on stage at their Berlin headquarters and said they were going to build two new data centers. Usually not that exciting news. US tech companies do that all the time. But these new data centers have a novel system attached. They call it a data trustee. And the way that works is that Microsoft say they have no permission to access any of the data that will be held at these facilities. Instead, T-Systems, which is a subsidiary of Deutsche Telekom, the German telecommunications giant, will operate these facilities and Microsoft has to go through them to access it. And the reason why they're going through this whole rigmarole is to put in place a legal and technical standard, which means that US, essentially, US authorities are unable to access this data. The idea being, if they ask Microsoft for it, Microsoft will just say, sorry, you're going to have to speak to our German counterparts. And the reason why that's important is that German data protection laws and its powerful privacy watchdogs will be in charge and are seen as a better bulwark against US surveillance. Now, Richard, if we stand back a little bit, can you give us a bit of the context in which this is being launched from the viewpoint of the revelations by Edward Snowden, the former NSA whistleblower, but also just why this is so important? What's the big context of this beyond just Microsoft? There's deep distrust at the moment in Europe about US overreach when it comes to the internet and surveillance generally. Ever since, for instance, Angela Merkel discovered that her cell phone was being tapped by the NSA in the US, that sent a shock around Europe, I think, in political circles. And so ever since that point, American tech companies, which after all dominate the internet and cloud computing, which is creeping into businesses around the world, those companies have faced a real credibility problem because anybody now who hands them data can't really be sure that either the NSA will be looking over their shoulder and looking at the data or that some U.S. court will issue an order, and this has happened against Microsoft, will issue an order for the American company to hand over the data, even if it's sitting somewhere else around the world. And so, you know, they really need to do something to convince their customers in Europe and the rest of the world that they can be trusted and that privacy matters. And, um, you know, I think that's why we're seeing Microsoft go to this very extreme length. Murad, you talk to European companies a lot and some of the people that will use Microsoft services, their cloud services. Do you get any sense of whether or not this will work, whether this will actually make the case that they want it to for European businesses, that Microsoft is maybe a better place to place their data than under the previous regimes? It's a hell of a signal, that's for sure. It's clear that European groups, particularly in Germany, but also France and other nations which have a deep distrust and scepticism about Silicon Valley, which has grown over the last few years, 
have been calling for it. Microsoft say that German public sector groups, which have to satisfy a much higher standard of compliance on data protection, have been calling for it. So there's clearly a market here. And European groups have worried ever since Snowden about how their data is being used. So Microsoft is at least signalling this. The wider issue is that these defences appear to be a legal get-around. There doesn't seem to be a technological stop here that means that spies either side of the Atlantic, because let's be frank, European surveillance agencies are also doing many of the same things that the US groups are doing, will be able to break in. But it's one of these things where Microsoft have tried to say to the European cloud computing customer that we are the leaders in privacy. And it does mean that other US groups have to respond, I think, in some way to show that they are hearing the same concerns. Richard, let's pick up on that because this isn't just a question of Microsoft making a choice or putting in place a different regime. There are broader ramifications for other U.S. cloud computing companies, aren't there, such as Amazon uh, with web services, uh, Google and others. What is going to be, I suppose, the ripple effect, if any? What are the implications for all those other companies within the sector? It entirely depends on whether customers and users want this. They're going to have to pay more. Microsoft's going to charge a higher price for this service. There's also a question about how easy it will be to operate. So if you're a global company and part of your data is bottled up in Germany, how easy is that going to be to run your company? So, you know, there are some big questions about whether companies or customers will actually want this. If they do, we have seen American companies, other companies come up with their own responses. So Amazon and Salesforce, for instance, have open data centers in Germany. Now, they're not ring-fenced with this legal protection that Microsoft is doing, but at least they can go to those customers and say, look, your data's here, and if the NSA wants it, they're going to have to come across the Atlantic and snoop. It's not sitting on home turf for them. So, you know, that does count for some customers. And then other companies like IBM and Dropbox, which is a cloud storage company, have allowed customers to encrypt their information to basically scramble the data. So the service providers, the IBMs and Dropboxes, can't get the data even if they wanted to, so they can't hand it to the government. Only customers control it. So there are other alternative systems, and um, you know, it's not clear yet that everyone's going to vote for the Microsoft method. Richard, finally, on, on Microsoft itself, of course, this is a company identified really with Office and Windows, and it's become a very different company in the last few years. Its share price hit a 15-year high in recent months. Can you give us a sense of where this particular move places them as an organization and in terms of their broader shift in strategy and approach? The Microsoft cloud is different from the Amazon cloud and the Salesforce cloud. Microsoft, as it moves from software that you run on your own computers to data centers that it runs on your behalf, is trying to straddle two industries, the old industry that it dominated and this new emerging industry. And so if they can send a message to their customers that we can have technology that works in your data center, that works in our data center, we can give you this whole range of options. And yes, if security is really an issue for you, we can let you bottle it up here in Germany. Then this all plays to Microsoft's marketing message, which is we can do more than Amazon. Amazon is just an internet company. You give your data to Amazon, wave goodbye to it. So you know, what we can read under this message in Europe this week is a very strong marketing message that Microsoft 
can play by various rules and can make sure that it comes up with some structure that works for everyone. It's quite a subtle message, and you know, I think it's quite powerful. And as we've seen at Microsoft recently, the cloud story is really picking up some momentum. It's a fascinating story to see what the future of the cloud holds and what the implications are both for Microsoft, its European customers, and also the rest of the cloud industry in the U.S. Uh, Richard Waters in San Francisco, Murad Ahmed here in London, thanks very much. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Here at Bellingcat, we get to the bottom of things. From a global crisis to an underreported event, we find the facts using publicly available tools and resources, uncovering what is hidden on and below the surface. We connect the dots using social media posts, satellite images, and public records, and empower others to do the same by sharing how we do it. The ability to do so is only made possible by our readers, supporters, and community members. Care to join us? Learn how at bellingcat.com.